Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Relentless Dairy on Podbean.com. Welcome to the Land of Bourbon and Bad Decisions. This is Relentless Daring, live on Podbean.com and the Podbean app. And I currently have video going on Facebook. You can check out the Relentless Daring page there, and you should see my glorious, beautiful moneymaker of a mug right there for your viewing pleasure. Oh, my goodness. So, I know I'm doing this early because... Normally, I do this on Saturdays. Unfortunately, tomorrow, I have to go to a wedding. Not that the wedding is unfortunate. Uh, amazing couple. We've known the bride-to-be pretty much her whole life. So, very happy for her. It's just it, it's unfortunate because it interferes with the amazing, amazing show that I do on Saturdays. It be what it be. So, I will be uh, medicating the show with a beautiful, clear jar of genuine Missouri moonshine. I cannot tell you where it came from because I have been sworn to secrecy. Oh my God, that is a woo. That, if you don't have hair on your chest, that will put some hair on your chest, let me tell you. So, first of all, I have to address the Recent announcements, courtesy of Major League Baseball. More specifically, the Cleveland, no longer the Indians, baseball team. Yes, that's right. After decades of people who aren't Native Americans, who aren't really offended, bitching and moaning about a baseball team they don't even watch, the Cleveland Indians, as of next year, will become the Cleveland Guardians. Yes, that's right. The ownership of the Cleveland baseball team have gone full-on Andrew Jackson racist white person because we already know they sent Chief Wahoo off to the reservation last year. And now, well, once Wahoo's been sent off to the reservation, the rest of the Indians have to go with them. I mean, come on. I mean, would they not be doing the right thing as white people in Cincinnati or in Cleveland? Excuse me. I hate to besmirch the people of Cincinnati. You all, you all have fine chili. I don't care what anyone says. The chili served over the spaghetti is an amazing thing. Thank you, Cincinnati. I love you. But the the whole idea of 
Ah, we're offended on behalf of a a group of colored people who are too dumb to realize that they should be offended. I mean, come on. This goes back to the whole argument about the bigotry of low expectations. The same thing happened with the Washington Redskins. Now, the Washington football team. Where in the world do these crazy-ass people, using the word very loosely here, get off believing that... They can come in on behalf of anyone else and use their disdain to make things happen. It's ungodly. It's ridiculous. If anyone should be offended, it should be the Native Americans, but you haven't seen a giant push. No, don't get me wrong. There are activists within the tribes who don't like it. We saw this with the Cherokee Nation out of Oklahoma being mad that Jeep needs to stop using the Cherokee and the Grand Cherokee uh, name because uh, we we haven't blessed off on it. Well, what's next? We're going to ask the Army to stop using Native American names for helicopters? I mean, the U.S. military tried that once because during Vietnam... They introduced the HU-1 Iroquois, a.k.a. the Huey. And then they introduced the Cobra attack helicopter. And suddenly, the tribes became offended because, wait, you didn't name that warbird after us? What the hell? So, honestly... Anything that, whether it be a football team, a baseball team, anything that goes towards, uh, you know, honoring the legacy and the spirit of the native people of this land, all these crazy white liberal progressive asshats need to lay the hell off. I know I'm getting a little crazy with my language because I'm really irritated. I'm working really hard. To keep it within that PG-13 level. Because this, contrary to some people's beliefs, is a family show. And uh, I see Steve's, Steve and Avery's popping up on the old Facebook Live. Uh, can, you, can you see Facebook comments? Yes! Yes, I can. Uh, Look over here at the uh, live chat room where everybody's favorite... Pretty Princess is hosting the uh, live chat right now. Talking about uh, now batting for the Guardians, Gamora with Groot on deck. Of course, she's probably using Groot as the bat. So, anywho, uh, he also t- uh, brings up the uh, Navy's Tomahawk cruise missile. Yes, I mean, there is so much that we do that honors these people that. We have spent way too many years in our history trying to kill. It's like, you know, 
I think we did a wrong here because we're trying to push them onto reservations. We were stealing their land. We were setting up camps going, here, take these blankets that are infested with smallpox. We did lots of horrible things to the Native Americans. That's not a lie. That's not an exaggeration. That's not a bunch of liberal, you know, PC bullcrap. It's the truth. And, you know, the Washington Redskins was named after their coach who was Native American, and they were honoring him. <laughs> it, it's, it's ridiculous. But, again, thank you. Congratulations to the Cleveland baseball team because you lived up to the age-old Barack Obama quote. That's how white people will do you. So, we're going to get away from that. We're going to get into a little bit of the cray-cray going on in Washington, D.C. and all the all the nuttiness there. And this is a story that goes back a couple weeks, but it's, it's had some updates here uh, come up. Hunter Biden, the longtime amazing artist, Hunter Biden, I mean, the man is a damn artistic genius. Been painting his whole life, or at least his whole life since his latest rehab stint. Yeah, He's getting into the art world, and we see this with celebrities. Uh, George W. Bush, when he left office, he started painting. And he's, eh, I'm not going to say he's a great artist, but he he does do good work. Uh, Glenn Beck, a talk show host that I listened to. He's an amazing painter. Uh, I saw a painting that he was doing of Amelia Earhart, and it was a a spot-on recreation of the photo that he was doing it based off of. Really good. Hunter Biden, on the other hand, um, I've seen preschoolers with finger paint doing better than Hunter Biden. But that's neither that's neither here nor there. However, uh, someone who's had a history of selling access to the vice president, I mean, crap, I said that out loud. Well, the person has a history of taking large donations, and oddly enough, those donors getting one-on-one visits with his father, who at the time was vice president and is now the president. Um, yeah, he's doing this art show. It's been all over the news. With some paintings expected to go as high as a half million dollars. Okay, that's cool. But do we get to know who the artists or who the buyers are? Well, the White House decided that, well, you know, to protect the anonymity of the buyer so they're not getting doxxed. Here's what we're going to do. It's going to be a blind auction. Hunter Biden's not going to know who the buyers are. So therefore, we can't make an accusation that he's using 
his art to launder money. I mean, sell influence. I mean, yeah, for people to bribe their, I can't say it. We know what this is. We're not stupid. The Bidens have a huge history of taking bribes, of taking, of selling influence. I mean, when Joe Biden's brother doesn't know a damn thing about the construction business, but somehow wins a $1 billion, billion dollar figure <laughs> contract with the United States military to help rebuild in Iraq? <laughs> Wait, how did, how did that happen? His son-in-law somehow became involved with the uh, the rollout of Obamacare. Isn't that weird? Huh. It, it, it's absolutely nuts. But, like I said, the White House has a plan. A plan that even former President Barack Obama, a man whom the only good thing I can say about him is that he ended Don't Ask, Don't Tell. So now... Okay, you want, you're gay, you're lesbian, you want to serve in the military, we're not going to kick you out because of who you want to go to bed with. That's, that's fine. I, I applaud that. I know people on the right who are looking at this, looking at their podcast device right now going, Hey, what'd you say? Yeah, I said it, and I'm proud of it. Anyways, Obama's chief ethics officer, came out and said, what the White House is doing? Protecting the anonymity of the buyer is a huge, Y-U-G-E, huge ethics violation because, well, we don't know who's buying stuff, so we can't know who's getting access to the White House after they bought it. Huh. But there's a plan for this. And this is updated as of today, uh, this afternoon, from CBS News, so you know it's going to be 100% unbiased reporting because it's CBS News. Everyone say hi to Copper Barking in the background. Hunter Biden is expected to meet with prospective buyers at two art shows where his paintings will be on display later this year, according to a spokesperson for the New York Gallery, retained to sell art made by the president's son. Oh! All right. So there goes the whole thing out the window. If Hunter Biden is going to be walking through the gallery, pressing the flesh, meeting the people who who could possibly be bidding on his art, Getting to know them, figuring out what they can offer their his dad. I mean, whoops, I keep having these slips. It's crazy. They keep, he can meet these people, find out what they do, find out how we can use them to their advantage. I mean, I keep screwing this up. Find out that, but yeah, what can you do for my dad if you buy this painting? It, it, it's pay for play. It's, it's payola. Going 1950s radio FCC scandals. Um, it, it's, it's nuts. Because now he has two days that he can go through and go, oh, you're Bob from 
XYZ Corporation? You're Ahmed from Middle Eastern country? You're Li Penjing from this uh, state-sponsored activity in China? And you're going to bid on this? We have the ability to know because I, from day one, I've wanted, when this was announced, I wanted to see a Venn diagram of people buying Hunter Biden's art and people getting private one-on-one Oval Office meetings with Joe Biden. Because if you're watching on Facebook, you're going to have your two circles and they're just going to merge into one circle because, yeah, I'm not dumb. And you go through the Hunter Biden laptop, and you can see where he is saying in the laptop, in emails and text messages are all saved right there, that, oh my gosh, he has made a living selling access to his father, Senator Biden, to his father, Vice President Joe Biden. But if you believe these things, you may as well be wearing a tinfoil hat and pondering the state of the frogs and the chemicals in the water with Alex Jones. Turn the freaking frogs gay. <laughs> oh, Steve says, for those interested, the Facebook live feed is working perfectly. If you are actually interested in seeing this beautiful bearded mug and seeing me drink from the wonderful Mason jar, the mom's Mason jar it actually says, Mom's mace jar has a lady on the front of it. It's kind of cool. Of, like I said, 100% pure. <sighs> Missouri moonshine. From an, un- from an unnamed source. Sworn to secrecy that I shall never tell. But that mash was a, I think, eight-pound bag of malted barley. that's already pre-ground. And 19 pounds of sugar. It don't taste like any whiskey you've ever had before, friends. Oh, my gosh. But in the world of political corruption, of lobbyists having way too much access, (laughs) well, here's a name that may sound familiar to you. Tony Podesta, brother of longtime Clinton acolyte John Podesta, Turns out he's been offered a position with Huawei. (laughs) Steve says, moonshine in the land of bourbon and bad decisions? What is this? Hey, it's my damn show. If I want to have something that's other than bourbon, I can. Again, if you're looking at Facebook, you can see over my shoulder, I have Canadian whiskey that's not bourbon. I have Irish whiskey that's not bourbon. Looking at the bottles over my head. Bourbon, 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 rye, and Japanese whiskey. Boom. I can have what I want. Ain't nothing you can do about it. So. Ah. Sorry, I had to dig through my stack because it was all out of sequence. Bum, bum, bum. I, yeah, you hire a new producer 
and you expect high drama and they give you a sad trombone. No, you look like an idiot. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I give you new producer Wrigley. That's what I get for having a parrot named after where the Cubs play. Anywho's, uh, Huawei is hiring former Democratic super lobbyist Tony Podesta. This is from Politico. The wonderful unbiased reporting at Politico. Uh, (laughs) Steve says, yes, he sees all the bourbon. He doesn't see me drinking the bourbon. <laughs> Hi, you want to see me drink bourbon? Um, oh, let's, uh, here we go. This this show is not sponsored by Four Roses. I'm just holding up to show you that there is actually bourbon in the bottle. Boom. Ah, sinus clearing. Anywho's. Huawei is hiring Democratic lobbyist Tony Podesta as a consultant, according to two people familiar with the matter. Podesta will aim to help the controversial Chinese telecom giant warm relations with the Biden administration. Oh, my God. Huh. I am so, so shocked at this crazy revelation that the Podesta, that any Podesta would be working with the Chinese Communist Party. I mean, ah, I did it again. Son of a gun. Ah, working with a Chinese telecommunications office that has nothing to do with the Chinese government. I am sorry that I said that. And I, I have offended the great people of the nation of West Taiwan. I mean, God damn, I did it again. The people of China. China. Podesta will work to advance a variety of the company's goals in Washington. Mm-hmm. According to one of the people, he declined to comment. A spokesman, a spokesperson. I'm sorry, no gendered language. My bad. My bad. Don't cancel me. Although it's hard to cancel people who don't give a crap. And a spokesperson for Huawei also declined to comment. Huawei faces a host of challenges in Washington. In February 2020, the Justice Department charged the company with violating the Racketeer Influence and Corrupt Organizations Act, or RICO, a key DOJ tool for going after organized crime. <laughs> the DOJ, which I'm sure, I'm sure our new Attorney General, uh, Merrick Garland, will not have an issue. Will not have an issue going after the corrupt Chinese propaganda arm. I mean, going after the crazy, corrupt Chinese government-run Huawei. Because let's face it, it's China. They have their own special breed of capitalism and basically uh the government tells you what you're going to do and you're going to say is this how you want it done as you're in the process of doing it or a simpler way of saying it the government's going to say jump and they're going to say how high on the way up so any hues 
Um, now, DOJ has alleged that Huawei helped Iran's authoritarian government build out its domestic sur- surveillance capabilities and try to secretly do business in North Korea. <gasps> I am shocked. Shocked, I say. I am shocked to find gambling in Casablanca. You're winning, sir. The Justice Department has also brought charges against the company's chief financial officer, Meng Wanzhou, which we remember the crazy, she was picked up in Canada by the Royal Canadian Mountain Police and then extradited to the United States. And then we had a couple businessmen who were detained. Yes, that's the word I'll use, detained. By the Chinese Communist Party under threat of only releasing them when we give up uh, Ms. Wang Zhao. She was arrested in Canada, where she's fighting... Ex- oh, okay. She hasn't been extradited yet. She's fighting it. Uh, Huawei and Ming maintain their innocence. Huawei has said the accusations are an effort to irrevocably damage its reputation and business. Huawei is not Podesta's first major Chinese client. Disclosure forms show that his former company also represented the China-United States Exchange Foundation, QCEF, which funds a host of activities in the U.S. The University of Texas at Austin in 2018 rejected a funding offer from the foundation because of concerns about its links to the Chinese Communist Party. So why, why are we not going after Podesta if we already know that he's working with organizations that may have ties to the enemy. Ah! I can't imagine why. Oh, is it? could it possibly be because, like, all these other pay-for-play schemes that we hear about coming in Washington, that this is just another one? Except this time he's registered as a foreign agent, so... Oh, well, he's, he's just working for that company. I mean, there's nothing he's doing wrong other than just, you know, trying to trying to forward their interests here in the United States and just trying to trying to make partnerships. Pretty Princess Steve says, the government tells you what and how you're going to make something. I thought that was called communism. Maybe my dictionary is wrong. Well, I call it fascism because that's what Germany did in World War II. They didn't actually take over... You know, all the manufacturing, but it, in the instance of, say, the Dossler Brothers Shoe Company, they determined only one Dossler was needed to run the company. So, Adolf Dossler was kept on to run the company while they built combat boots and other war machine things for the Nazis. And Rudolf Dossler, yeah, you're going off to Western Front to fight the Russians. Good luck. God bless. That's what Italy did. That's what Roosevelt did under the Blue Eagle stamp. Yes, that's right. Fascism lived in America, ladies and gentlemen. In fact, it was worshipped. If you go to New York City, to Rockefeller, Rockefeller Plaza, Everywhere you look around the plaza is an ode to fascism. 
including reliefs of Benito Mussolini. <laughs> Weird. But anywho, this is what's been going on for so long that we can't even really wrap our minds around it because oh, that's just the way business is done in Washington, man. Well, no, it's not the way it's supposed to be done. Uh, it, it It's absolutely nuts. It's, it's ridiculous. And the le- no one on the left is going to bat an eye. I mean, face it, they just don't care because uh, he's meeting the goals that we want with a, you know, one government around the world, you know? Uh, anywho, I'm going to take a break. I will be right back after this. This is Tyler from Relentless Daring. And I am launching the brand new RelentlessDaring.com merch shop. Instead of having to go to a third-party vendor, now you can do everything right there at RelentlessDaring.com. If you want to buy merch, go to RelentlessDaring.com slash shop, and there you can get hats, you can get t-shirts, you can get hoodies, you can get coffee cups, you can get stickers. Go there today to show your love for the Relentless Daring podcast. And as always, stay relentless. Drizzly is the leading home alcohol delivery service available. Imagine being able to sit at home and pull up your smartphone and browse your favorite wine, beer, spirits, and then have it delivered to your home in as little as one hour. Go to drizzly.com or check out the link in the show notes and start shopping today. Not available in all areas? Please drink responsibly. Drizzly.com. All right, getting back into it. Um, so we've been seeing how with, oh my God, it's the Delta variant. We're all going to die. How everyone has been losing their minds. The city of St. Louis on Monday will have mask mandates again. So this is the Friday, the 22nd. So on Monday, the 25th. They're going to enforce mask mandates in the city and county of St. Louis. Why not the 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 whole weekend? Weird, man. What what's going on this weekend that they can't have mask mandates this weekend? Huh. Well, one of the uh Big things that came out in the last few days. So the uh, National Football League, or should I say the No Fun League, has issued new mandates, new rules for the players and staff of its 32 football teams. Basically, it's, um, well... We're not saying that the players have to be vaccinated, but we're going to make it really painful if you don't get vaccinated. Oh, boy. Pardon me. 
and players are already speaking out on it. Um, uh, DeAndre Hopkins uh, and others are already voicing their concerns that that if you know you have an outbreak amongst unvaccinated players, you're going to have to forfeit the game, which is going to strike against you in the. Uh, when it comes to the playoff seating, because imagine going, I don't know. I don't fall off football 12 and four. Yeah. And you're, but you know, you're losing your division because you know, you had to forfeit a game, a division game due to, having COVID and that hurt that hurts your, you know, maybe you just squeak in with the wild card. You know, maybe you, maybe you kicked enough ass within your division. You have a really weak division. And so even with those, that one loss, you know, okay. You know, you just got in, just, just barely made it to the playoffs, bro. Good job. There's a lot. They, are rightfully should be concerned over. On Thursday, NFL Network shared a memo from the league telling teams that games cannot be rescheduled due to a COVID-19 outbreak among unvaccinated players. And that teams will be forced to forfeit games with playoff seating and paycheck implications because, yes, your team will be fined. I don't know for sure, but it seems really seems to me like they're going to find the players who got sick. Huh. Uh, some players were quick to voice their opinions on the matter. <clears throat> Pardon me. Quote, never thought I would say this, but being put in a position to hurt my team because I don't want to partake in the vaccine in the vaccine is making me question my future in the NFL. That was from uh, Cardin- Arizona Cardinals receiver DeAndre Hopkins that he wrote in a tweet and then quickly deleted it. Huh. I see we have the courage of our convictions here. Hopkins cited in another since-deleted post that his girlfriend's brother, who the whiteouts has got the vaccine, and, quote, had heart problems right after, which... That's something that's being recognized. Young men who are being, you know, stricken with, uh, was it cardiomyelitis, myocarditis? What? I, it's a, it's a huge five dollar word. I'm just the hillbilly. I can't even get my ID copied, so I don't even know you, know, man. It it could be just a big word. But inflammation of the heart and. We're, we're supposed to ignore these things because it's for the greater good. <clears throat> Neither the league nor NFL Players Association have mandated vaccines for players. Instead, agreeing to protocols that restrict activities of players who have not received one. Because, yes, nothing sounds better than segregation, if you know what I mean. 
Uh, reported 78% of NFL players have received at least one COVID vaccination, according to the league. Okay. We're, quote, you know, we're, we're pleased with those numbers, but we're not satisfied. We want to see them continue to go up. NFL Chief Medical Officer Dr. Alan Sills on NFL Now on Thursday. Certainly, those rates are well above what we're seeing in the rest of society and certainly above the same age group as most of our players are. So a great head start. More work to be done. Are you, really? Hopkins, however, was far from the only voice to oppose the league memo. Bills receiver Cole Beasley, who has been, he has been a godsend watching him on Twitter because he doesn't back down from the stupid like DeAndre Hopkins did. When, when confronted on his anti-COVID anti vaccine, I don't, I don't want to paint him to be a pure anti-vaxxer that, you know, <clears throat> chickenpox vaccine. Hell, when I was a kid, we always, you know, put all the kids with the chicken, with one, you know, with the one who had the chicken pox, let, everyone, let all of them get it at the same time, just get over with. He's not one of those. He's not been one of these guys, you know, uh, vaccines cause autism. All the autism from the vaccine is the MMR vaccine. You know, he, he, he's not going full Jenny McCarthy on this. He's just, hey, I'm hesitant about the COVID vaccine because Everything seems really, really unreliable. <clears throat> Quote, nothing has changed. He wrote Thursday night, I'm still living freely. Good night. Vaccine? I can't do it. Buccaneers running back Leonard Fournette tweeted and then deleted. I wonder who's forcing all these deletions. Huh. Quote, I know two people right now who got the vaccine. But are COVID positive? Rams cornerback Jalen Ramsey wrote on Twitter, I'm just saying, I wouldn't look at a teammate as bad if he don't get the vax. No pressure from five. Patriots linebacker Matthew Judd, Judon, Judon, I don't need even fewer words to get his sentiment across. Quote, the NFLPA effing sucks. But, Aside from players who are uh, pushing back against it, uh, you're also starting to see some of the staff push back against it. This is coming out of Minnesota. Minnesota. The Vikings coach Rick Dennison out after refusal to get COVID vaccine, according to a report. Like I said in the little description... The COVID fascism strikes the No Fun League, and it has its first victim. Uh, Vikings and the Vikings and assistant coach Rick Denison have parted ways after he refused to get the COVID nineteen vaccine. ESPN reported Friday, his departure comes just one day after the NFL issued a memo coming down hard on unvaccinated players. Denison, who served as the team's offensive line coach and run game coordinator since 2019, parted ways with the Vikings after choosing not to get vaccinated, making him the first coach to do so, according to the report. So basically, the NFLPA and the NFL agreed that players 
aren't going to be forced to be mandated. However, certain tier one staff members, you know, certain certain people who are in the front office, coaches, and the like, are being forced by the NFL to get the vaccine. As a tier one position, Rick Dennison was being forced to get the vaccine. However, he did something that I think a lot of these uh, football players won't do. He said, you know what? Screw it. I've made enough money. I'm good to go. I'm out. That's what Cole Beasley has said on Twitter. It's like, hey, at my age, my family is set for the rest of their lives. The NFL can kick, can kick me out. They can penalize me. Yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter. I can afford it. Which then he got a whole bunch of crazy, uh, oh, typical rich guy, oh my God. You know, coming out on the Twitter verse and, oh, what kind of disconnect is that, man? Well, I mean, the difference between him and me is, you know, if I was being forced to get vaccinated to keep my job, I would have to endure a lot more, um, financial pain and woes and suffering should I decide, yeah, I'm not doing that. I've got my convictions. I'm standing by them. So it's one of those things. It's, it's a choice that we all have to make. And do we go with the flow? Do we get along to get along? Or do we go, no, I will be damned and I ain't going to do it. I would hope I'm in the last category that I'll be damned and ain't going to do it. But, again, that's a position I haven't been put in that I have to make that choice, so I cannot say. Anywho, a source told told the outlet that Phil Rauscher, who currently serves as the assistant offensive line coach, will be taking over Denison's role and... uh, goes through a list of who's replacing who. Uh, the Vikings released the following statement, confirming that Denison does not have an exemption to the vaccine requirements. The NFL issued a memo to all 32 clubs on Thursday morning, informing them that COVID outbreaks among, among unvaccinated players could result in the forfeiture of games and loss of play. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, Commissioner Roger Goodell said in the memo that the league does not intend to add another week to accommodate games that need to be rescheduled because of COVID-19. It further stated that outbreaks among unvaccinated players could result in forfeiture and loss of pay for both teams if the games are canceled. The league also noted that while more than 75% of players are in the process of being vaccinated, Nearly all clubs have vaccinated 100% of their Tier 1 and 2 staffs. According to ESPN, the vaccine is required for all Tier 1 staff, unlike players who have the option. Denison began his coaching career at the Broncos 95, and he's been part of three Super Bowl teams, five playoff teams. I mean, they're allowing the COVID fascism, the, the total freakout over a, over a virus that at you know, the player's age range is overwhelmingly survivable. Now, I'm not saying that's 
100% survivable because if there's a girl that I went to school with my age, no known health issues, she died of COVID. I mean, it's, it, it, it's a sorry fact of life. It's, it can kill people. The flu can kill people, but we don't freak out when people don't get a flu shot. It's, it's, so why are we freaking out over this? And I, I love the, love the argument of, oh, well, you know, it has emergency use authorization, man. It, it's good to go. Well, you know what? The anthrax vaccines that the military gave to soldiers, sailors, airmen, and Marines for nearly 20 years was never FDA approved. It was given under the emergency use authorization until um, a an anonymous soldier filed a suit against Donald Rumsfeld and the court decided no. The United States of America, we do not force our service members to get unauthorized vaccines. So, I'm going through some stuff right now. I don't know how much of that stuff is a result of those early, those early, uh, those anthrax vaccines way early in the war. You know, 2003, you know, when I went to Iraq. I don't know how much of me is, is is influenced by that. I don't. It's really hard to tell, especially after you know, nearly twenty years. But we we expect these mRNA vaccines, where it's showing that these uh, protein spikes are settling in. Uh, women's reproductive organs and the joints and the heart, you know, wherever, and then that triggers an immunoresponse where you suddenly have white blood cells attacking what should be a healthy cell, but it's got the spike protein from the mRNA vaccine because these things were rushed. Don't get me wrong, to have a fairly effective vaccine or treatment that was produced and made available to the public, even under emergency use, use authorization, you know, in less than a year. I mean, that's a freaking miracle of science. I ain't going to lie. I mean, I was in a stupid Twitter argument because that's all. Twitter arguments, they're all stupid. It doesn't matter who you're arguing with. It doesn't matter what the what the premise of the argument is. It doesn't matter what side of the argument they're on. Left, right, libertarian, authoritarian, doesn't matter. They're all stupid. I get I lo- I allow myself to get dragged into these all the time because well, no, you look like an idiot. Exactly. But it was, someone was making the argument about, oh, you know, uh, we've never forced, uh, you know, people, you know, in the military get these uh, 
emergency use authorization vaccines. Like, dude, do you not? Were you ever in the military back when they gave anthrax? Back when, back when going to certain theaters. Hey, you know what? Smallpox hasn't been a thing since 1976. But you're still going to get vaccinated for it anyways. I have. I've been vaccinated against smallpox twice. Because apparently the first one was only good for 10 years. Who knew? The, the fact of the matter is we're starting to see more and more of these uh, these private companies who are getting caught up in pushing all this stuff on, you know, employees. There was that hospital in uh, Houston that their employees went to court over it. And they, you know, they the employees lost because... Well, you know, uh, it's a pandemic. Uh, You can't have people being scared. It's it's an absolute crap show. It it seriously is. With everything that they're doing, trying to push all this crap just out of sheer terror. Because that's one thing the government can always use. Sorry, on the Facebook Live, I'm trying to get my phone cord to actually charge the phone. Ugh, technology, it sucks sometimes. We, The government loves fear. You know, 2001, 9-11. <gasps> oh, if we had better communications and better, better observations on our own people, we could have seen it coming. We need to pass the Patriot Act. 2008, the housing market collapses. The banking mar- the banking industry starts collapsing. You have George W. Bush. You, we, ha- we, you, we, 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 we have to have to abandon free market to, uh, to save the free market. <laughs> you had members of the Obama administration. You cannot let a crisis go to waste. And so on, and so on, and so on. The we had the stupid, the the Las Vegas shooting there at the music festival. Well, he didn't have an automatic weapon, but he had a bump stock. Hey, you know what? We're going to use the fear and outrage. We're going to ban bump stocks. Because that's how the the only way the government can make things work is to is to to quote Al Gore is to prey on our fears. And I feel like I need to wash my mouth out with soap after quoting Al Gore, especially. Uh, and I need to. I need. I need brain bleach because he was right. Ah, ah. I feel like garbage now. Damn it, Al Gore. And we, like I said, we see all this going on with the COVID stuff. We do these things because you're scared. Well, okay, how about we stop living by fear? I mean, 
there was this guy waiting, you know, well over nearly 2,000 years ago. Uh, Paul, I think his name was. He, he had a student named Timothy, and he told this kid, Timothy, hey, we don't have a spirit of timidity. We're not meant to be scared. We're not meant to live in fear and in terror. Yet for some reason, we find ourselves all the time absolutely terrified. And and whenever we get scared, we turn to someone to protect us. And far too many times, that person that we turn to is the government. And the government is more, is way more than happy to help you feel secure. You just, you just have to give up a little bit of freedom. You just have to give up a little bit of autonomy. Just a smidge of, well, you, you, you can't be saying this stuff on social media because it's misleading. You, you, you can't say this about, about this vaccine, about this disease. You can't say this about the election because we we want to keep you safe, but this is how we keep you safe. We don't let you say these things. Oh, what about the First Amendment? Yeah, um, see, if you want us to protect you, you don't have to give up those little things. It's, It's insane. And sometimes I think the country would be way better off if we just, yeah, let it all burn to the ground and start over. Uh. All right, Princess Steve is offering a parting shot before I close this close this bad boy up. He says, instilling and exploiting fear and terror is a specialty of the government. Never attribute to altruism what can be attributed to malice and corruption. Amen, hallelujah, and God bless America. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you again this week for tuning in. If you showed up live, Hi. Even if I didn't say hi to you while you're listening, you're in the live chat. Hi. You're awesome. Thanks for showing up. Um, if you're taking this out on the Facebooks when the uh, video is p- available for you know, re-watching, thanks for checking it out. You're awesome. I see you. Tell your mom and him I said hi. I'm glad they're doing well. I really am. Pet that cat for me. Thanks. You're awesome. Anywho... Again, thanks to you for listening. If you're listening to this on podcast, I ask the same four things every week. Number one, please subscribe. Right now, I'm sending rookie numbers. I got to get them numbers up. So please subscribe. Number two, rate it. Look at preferably five stars. I'll take four, three I'm going to work with. But I prefer five. Prefer five. Number three, please Write a review. It doesn't have to be, you know, super flowery. It doesn't have to be like the greatest thing in the world. Just like, hey, you know, we, we like the show. He's a really good guy. Love listening to him. That way when it pops up and people suggest a podcast, they see, oh, people generally like this guy. Except for that guy. I wonder what his problem was. Huh. And finally, the last thing I ask every week, number, just number four, please, please share it. Please, I'm asking nicely. Please share it. 
send the link to this show to one of your friends who you think will absolutely love this and you want them to be involved as part of this chaos, please, I ask. Or better yet, send it to someone who you think this will absolutely piss off because, frankly, well, they're a crazy commie bastard anyways, and you just want, want to use me as a tool to get under their skin. I can live with that because pissing off commies is one of the things I do best. I would gladly be part of your commie pissing off regime if that's what it takes. So please share it. Please. Anywho, if you want yeah, help support the show, you can go to RelentlessDaring.com, RelentlessDaring.com. At the top of the page, you will see a donate button. You can click that thing. It'll take you over to PayPal, and you can set up a one-time or set up a recurring donation. All the money that comes in through that or through merch sales, if you go to the shop button, then click it and check out the hats and T-shirts and coffee cups and please buy a Saki Sucks mug. That's P-S-A-K-I-P-S-U-C-K-S, Saki Sucks. You want to check that out. All the money that comes in from merch sales, from donations, it all goes into the show to make everything better for you, the listener. Sometimes easier for me. The guys actually have to sit here for an hour and figure out what the hell he's going to say every week. Sometimes it makes it easier for me because it gets me better equipment. Again, everything is funded by you. It's absolutely awesome the things that y'all have helped me accomplish by donating and by buying merch. Thank you so very much. Uh, Again, I can't thank you enough for listening. And as always, stay relentless. This is Relentless Dairy on Podbean.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.